without further ado, I bring to you the latest podcast from Doodle Do. <laughs> right, I wasn't even going to do a podcast today. I was sitting there thinking, I was like, thinking, and there you go again, bad for you, man. Bad for you. Thinking's bad for you. Especially when it's bad, boss. I was pondering then. I was like, what will I do? What will I do? Um, will I do in mental health? Will I do it in fitness? Will I do it in this or that? Too many things were going through my head. I started thinking up ideas. The more ideas I thought up, the kind of heavier it became. I think I mentioned that in the last podcast. You know, when you start thinking more and thinking more, you add to the load. It feels like a burden. I was like, downstairs had something to eat. I just thought, fuck it. Came up, added Frontier Psychiatrist as a wee soundtrack. That boy needs therapy. <laughs> Which is a good soundtrack for this kind of thing. And then I thought, okay, right, let's just hit go. And that's me started. So, no backing out now. So, someone actually asked me not, not long ago in a message. I actually said, Alan, please help. It was uh, a boyfriend. He says to me, I won't use any names. He says, uh, I'm built like the side of a five pound note. You know, he is, um, he's tall and really thin. And he just wants to build muscle. You know, so I was like, how the help here? You know, it's it is kinda hard because um I know the situation and stuff and it's not all just down to nutrition. So it's like all I could think of really was basically exercise, get enough sleep, get the right nutrition in you. Yeah. Obviously for the protein side that's that's holding get weight gain because he's wanting to to gain weight as well as just build muscle like he's this really really thin tall guy you know but so I just said I started off with it obviously you want to strengthen your ligaments and tendons and stuff before you start any heavy weight lifting so I was like well, start off in the morning you wake up drink 200ml of cold water that'll speed up your metabolism not that he needs it this is just advice for other people you know and then uh, if you want to lose weight obviously Drink a cup of coffee, take your branch chain amino acids and have your workout on an empty stomach and you'll use your your uh, fat stores, you know, the energy you've stored as fat. Usually you can't burn it if you've uh, no energy at all and you use your muscle energy. That way you burn muscle rather than fat. But if you, you know, on a regular basis you wake up in the morning, you take your branch chain amino acids for the energy so that you've got energy to burn the fat rather than burn your muscles. You know, you can look it up, it's, I think it's leucine and something else, it's a V, I can't really remember. Not off the top of my head since I just decided to do this, boom, like that. But uh, you can always, always actually just take a protein shake before your workout or after, but up to you. Probably best before, because in that way you'll get the energy and the amino acids and the vitamins and all that stuff. Especially with the weight gain, man. You know, it's got it's also got the the right kind of carbohydrates and the actual right balance of of the the right sat more saturated fats and stuff like that. You know, you always get CLA all that kind of stuff, fish oils, they're all great. So first thing in the morning, you can get up, down your water to to, to kickstart your metabolism. But what I was doing, you know. A lot of people say for exercise you don't have any time. I always say, oh, try getting up a bit earlier. You know, you can always make time. You can even, if you're watching TV, 
that's time you're using sitting on your ass watching TV. So what I was doing, I was standing up and I was doing squats while I was watching the TV. So there's really no excuse for knowing to exercise. If you really, really want to help yourself, you've got to kind of do it. Not think about it and think, oh, I need to do this, I need to do that. Remember, that's a weak word. Get rid of the woulda, shoulda, coulda, and the need, and the why, and the try. Just get up and do it. Start. So I started off with, use the examples of 20 press-ups, right? So if you could do 20 press-ups, whatever you could do, if you can only do 5 or 10, write that down. And then go on to sit-ups. Just, just do the same amount. So it's press-ups, 20. Sit-ups, 20. Roll over, push yourself up. Do 20 squats, 20 lunges on each side, and then do the plank for a minute, <coughs> and then have a 30 second rest, and then repeat that, and then keep repeating that up until the 20 minute time mark. Right? That's <laughs> trust me. Just because there's very little rest in between anything. In fact, there's no rest, there's only 30 seconds rest in between all these, the press-ups, the sit-ups, the squats, the lunges, and the plank. That 30 seconds, you'll be like, whew, thank goodness for that. But then you start again, near the 20 minute mark, so you probably won't even, you'll be struggling to the press-ups part. I know that for a fact, you'll be caving in, but it's, it's totally worth it. After the 20 minutes, you'll be sweating, but you'll be feeling great that you've done something. And then, drink your protein shake, your water, take your vitamins and that, and set about your day, you know, and then if there's always through the day, we energy boosters can consist of, like, instead of a cup of coffee, if you have space or somewhere like that, get down and do as many press-ups as you can, some, some squats, stretches, and that'll generate more energy than a, cup, than a few cups of coffee. And there's also the, what I think it was, was Einstein or Edison. What they used to do is they'd hold a, a silver spoon in their hand or a ball. I can't remember which one it was. I think I, think I read it in two different articles and both of them were different. But what they would do is they'd sit in the chair and they would shut their eyes and they would kind of half doze off. And as soon as they started to doze off, they would drop the object onto the the mantle bit and it boom the noise will waking them straight back up and they feel more alert and they also found that they actually came up with more ideas as they were in that is it, is it the theta beta theta beta alpha whatever level it is when you know you're meditating yeah you know, i'll need to look into this it's something that's kind of slipped my mind but when they were in that state, they were coming up with ideas. And that's when quite a lot of good ideas were made was when they were kind of dozing off. As you know, a lot of a lot of that stuff we see today come from people's dreams. I don't mean their dreams as their goals, but their actual dreams. You know, they woke up and thought, whoa, I wonder if that's possible. And they made the impossible possible. Because what was once impossible became possible. So it's like... Well, anyway, I gave that advice about the exercise to keep doing that, to get weight gain and and keep drinking water. But avoid all the bad fatty foods. And I said, once once you feel more stronger and you feel fit and ready, 
your confidence will be lifted as well. That's when he was to hit the gym and, and the instructors there will obviously show him how to do all the weights properly and what, what weights to do to build more muscle so that he can uh, not be built like a, a five pound note or <laughs> if there's any listeners in America still, I think I had 11%, uh, a $10 note, man, you know? So that's all I could think of, of saying about that. But like I said, I just decided to do this for no reason at all. So this podcast, I actually do not have a clue what it's about. So I'm just going to ramble away. Let's <laughs> do the best of what I usually do, is talk verbal diarrhea. <laughs> you know, too many people are used to that. But at least in this, you can switch me off. But what else can I talk about? Like, it's all there is to talk about is fitness, health mental health, well-being, you know, a lot of people have low self-esteem and that stops them from doing things and and that's all comes down to thinking, everything comes down to thinking, I think one of my early episodes, out of the three that I've got, is like, think and think about it, but it's basically, don't think about it, just do it, when people start thinking, it kind of snowballs, and they think about that thought, and then they think about that thought, and it, it gets worse. That's how a lot of people get depressed. If they have a, a bad thought, and then, like, oh, I can't go out there because of this, and then they'll start thinking, like, say, they're scared of dogs or something, or, I can't go out there, there's, there's a dog out there, you know, and, and then they'll start thinking of what'll happen if the dog attacks them, or what'll happen. They always think the worst case scenario, you know, but, you can counteract that with a positive thought. Oh look, that dog looks like it's not going to bite me. It might come jump up and start licking me. But that's probably a negative thought as well because the dog's probably been licking its balls for the past five, ten minutes. But my point is, try if no, I almost said the word try there. You just don't think about it. Just do it because as you're listening to me right now, from the space of say no till now probably aren't thinking you know, you're listening some of you might be thinking what the hell is this guy on about some of you might be thinking what the hell is this guy on some of you might be thinking this guy's making sense some of you might just be tuned in which is what you want to be you won't be tuned in you'll be zoned in whatever you're doing if you're doing something like even watching TV when you're, cho- when you're tuned in you ever notice that's you're not depressed, you're whatever feelings that TV, TV program's giving you. Unfortunately, if it's a sad program, you're feeling sad. Do you know, because like your nervous system can't tell the difference between reality and fiction. So if you're watching something sad, you will actually feel sad. If you're watching something funny and you start laughing, brilliant, there you go. Your problems that you think you have, that you would think, they're gone, they're not even there. You know, the only reason they exist is because you're remembering them, they're in your brain. It's like, the way I look at it, financial problems, oh, I might be skint a lot, but I don't have a financial problems because I don't have a problem with it, because I don't think about it. It's invisible to me. I can't see how much money I've got in the bank if I, if I don't keep going around the bank and looking. As far as I'm concerned, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for everything I've got. 
people from my mum and dad, my sisters, my brother-in-laws, my nephews, my nieces, the lot, my friends. You know, you've, you've got to be grateful for something. And that also stops you from thinking thoughts that are going to make you depressed and anxious. You know, <clears throat> these kind of thoughts also lead to either being too thin or too fat. Too fat, you know, so the exercise, if you do that um, exercises every day, you'll start to notice after 21 days it become it takes to become mentally addicted to anything. So I was telling him after 21 days he'll notice that he's he's kinda mentally addicted to this. That it's something you he feels the need he's got to do. But also said mix up the routine, you know, change from starting off with press up to starting off with something else and so on. And then even add more in exercises and I told him to download some apps, different exercise apps, you know. And there's also I keep saying, you know, it's a sweet space filler. That's a sign of low confidence right that's one reason i'm doing these podcasts is also to help me to, to boost my confidence as well so hopefully you all take it on board and just don't think about it but just do it so i'm even going to do it today it's like I've, I've been thinking about it too long but after this podcast i'm going to go and start lifting some dumbbells, doing some exercises, some stretches, you know, have something healthy to eat. But that's, nutrition is also a very important role in how you feel. Because if you look at the food labels, the more additives and stuff it's got to it for preservatives and stuff, it's obviously going to have an effect on your well-being. You want something fresh. So when you're eating something, think of how far that food's travelled to get to you. Think of how good it's going to make you feel. So instead, be in your body rather than in your head, right? So there's your your being at one. It's, it's kind of like mindfulness, but just kind of a misinterpretation. A lot of like mindfulness thinks your mind's full, but it means it's kind of empty, but you're aware of what's going on in the moment. I think it's, it's the Buddhists that use the word mindfulness. Eckhart Tolle uses the word just in the now, present moment, you know. You can choose to be in the present moment. Because when you're not in the present moment, your head's somewhere else. You know, when you're somewhere else, it's kind of, you're missing out on what's happening right now. Just like things that can drag you back into the now. It's like, say you're on a boat, and you're still in a space, and a dolphin comes up. You're going to drag right into the now. And, in contact with that dolphin, you'll be watching it, and that's you in that present moment. And wherever you were in your head, you're going, you're back to where you are inside your body, right? Inside the vessel, the vessel that carries our soul, basically. So, that's a, it's kind of, I'm getting sidetracked and everything I say here, but I'm not bored because this is just a a podcast to sort of give you a wee bit of extra motivation to exercise and and watch what you're eating because food does have an impact on your mood and I'm also talking about the power of now which is very important to live in the present rather than living in the past or the future. It's good to set goals in the future and aim for them and every time you reach a goal set another one 
and you'll you'll get the endorphin rush and stuff. But if you set goals that are too high and you start to panic, then that's when anxiety comes in. You start to think you'll never make it. You know, and you look back in the past, and you, instead of thinking of all the great times you've had, you think of failures, and or you think of what you could have been or what you should have done, or anything like that that brings bad feelings to you, end up depressed. It's just like it's pretty simple if you think about it. And no, there I am using the word "think about it" again, but this is the right terminology. It is pretty simple to take that into perspective. When you're thinking, that's what's causing all your feelings. That's what's causing your emotions. That's what's, and and then you label yourself. Oh, I'm too anxious to do that. And then you're thinking that you're too anxious to do it, which means what you think you become. So, so you do actually end up becoming ill. It's hard to kind of get this point across because I've not got three letters after or before my name PhD like it matters do you know there's I know I know people who are cooks they have a cook certificate and I know people that don't that are builders and they're fantastic cooks and better cooks than the guys with cook certificates so once again I've never really seen a a fit or healthy doctor or a dentist with good teeth so to me it doesn't matter if you've got the PhD or the papers or whatever if you know what you're talking about get out there help people tell them and if if you're wrong and they correct you then brilliant because I've never learned anything from someone who's just agreed with me all the time yeah there you go you know, if someone just agrees with you all the time, you're not going to learn anything off them. You know, and plus, if you're just talking all the time, you're not going to learn much either. But if you listen, when you listen, that's when you learn. And it's another good thing for your mind. Because your mind wants to learn. It's something, part of the brain, it feels good when you learn. But I don't know why. Because, you know, in school, everyone hated it. They couldn't wait to leave. And then got to the stage where I was like, I wish I was back in school again. Not just because I was with all my mates and stuff, but because I wanted to learn, I wanted to keep learning. I, was, I started looking back, I wish I went, I wish I'd done that. And then, then that started off my depression modes again. I wish I'd done that, I wish I'd done this, blah, 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 woulda, coulda, shoulda. Get a grip, Alan, man, you know what I mean? So, I started reading so many books, self-help books. Power and all, manage your mind, mindful way through depression, memory books. I read a lot of gangster books like like Charles Bronson, Roy Shaw, and all that. And just their life stories kind of spoke to me. I was like, hang on a minute, man. They didn't give a shit about anything. They probably did. They probably suffered a hell of a lot, but the way they tell their stories was like, oh, that's that's the way I want to be. <laughs> so I think I had the wrong kind of role models growing up. Yeah, you know, Charles Bronson, Roy Shaw, Lenny McLean, crazy. It's, it's no wonder eh, I ended up a wee bit the way I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The way I was, I'd say, aye. A wee bit nuts. Like, quite a lot of people call me nuts. Mad Al, crazy, whatever. But yeah, I own that shit. I don't care. It's, 
It's an illusion. I'm not mad. If I was, then I would still be in that house. <laughs> Sorry, the mental health facility. Yes, I've been there a couple of times, but that's a learning process, isn't it? A learning process that everyone goes through, you know? For heroes, like, if a man hasn't discovered something, then he'll die for what he was fit to live for. <laughs> Don't know how it's just a wee metaphor just came off the top of my head. No, but you'd rather just. I used. I mean, like, I'm talking away here so much that I actually forgot how I started this podcast. I started off with fitness, and now all of a sudden I'm coming on to thinking and not thinking. And I was even going to go into a bit of nutrition and stuff. But I'm just going to stick to blathering away for a bit. But good things to like. I'll give you some good books to read. It's like there's a magic book by Patrick Hoffer called The Feel Good Factor, and he also does one called Natural Highs. And it's all I can remember reading bits of it. It's all great supplements that make you feel good. You know, so it's like it's like I'll go on about something else I just mentioned just now that I've read in a book. I think it was Mind Control. I can't not Mind Control. Yeah. Mind Power. Mind Control. Oh, that would be good there. Mind power, it was something like think, thought, think, thought, and feel. Yeah, whatever you think causes your no, think, think, feel, do, think, feel, do. Sorry, so whatever you think is creates what you do, and what you do is how you feel. But you can start that cycle anywhere. But if you think good thoughts, you'll do good things, which means you'll feel good, and the circle keeps going. But you can start from anywhere, you can feel good and whatever. You know, you get the point, do you know? So it's like, everything's always in a positive vibe. That'll build up your self-esteem. As soon as you get your self-esteem and your confidence up and stop thinking, you'll manage anything. And there's a lot of people that have, have gone through, I've, I've witnessed them go through hard times and seen them come out the other end the better for it and a lot of the times the people that you see that you think are the most confident and the most the most upbeat people deep down behind closed doors a lot of the time they sit they sit down and and they're depressed just as much as everyone else can be do you know I'm saying that I'm actually saying that as out of a like a personal experience like at work I get high but I jump about I'm an idiot I have a laugh you know, but then I'll have wee temper tantrums and stuff, but big deal. But after all that, I'll get to my cabin and then uh, I'll get wee kind of flashbacks from me. When I was 19, I was kind of in a bit of a knife fight, got stabbed a few times, you know, things like that. So I get flashbacks from then and, and uh, a couple of things. In fact, I won't go into all this detail. Because this, this, this can actually do for another podcast. But it's, I've got, it's, they say I've got PTSD and uh, a few symptoms of, of bipolar and things like that. But there's a lot of other symptoms out there, but that's the thing that in my head right now, what I'm seeing is they're all just labels, they're all symptoms. Big deal, the doctors are trying to make money by giving me pills to, to fix me. When really all I'm needing is this EMDR treatment, whatever it is, it's, eye movement something 
and that'll get rid of the flashbacks apparently and hopefully stabilise me when I'm at work and I won't be as hyper and I won't do people's nuts in you know so I am actually speaking from experience when I'm talking about living in a now and try not to think because I overthink I analyse things and I start getting paranoid and if I walk into a room and people stop stop talking in my head I'm like right they're talking about me and then that's me trying to figure out what I'm trying to figure out what they're talking about and then I'm, do you know it's just like quite a bit here just because I'm paranoid doesn't mean I'm wrong because quite a lot of times I know I'm bloody right especially the place I work but so I'm actually speaking out of out of a you know personal experiences that, that you can come through tough times it is easy to I mean like getting back into the gym at the beginning of the year I had a wee bit of breakdown on I'll just say that much I was off work for seven months and it was my sister who kept trying to drag me to the gym and there's that word trying but she finally managed to get me to the gym and I went and I just kept going I actually went 40 days in a row I know I should have had rest days but on my rest days I decided to go in and just lift light stuff one day would work chest and tries next day back and buys then legs then shoulders and it's maybe a rest day but I'd go in and do something different every time depends what you're aiming for but I was taking my meals your five small meals a day you know breakfast snack lunch snack dinner and then you don't eat after that you have a protein shake before you go to bed, mix it with milk or have casein. You know, just a slow release protein so you, your body's healing while you're sleeping. <clears throat> I got up to over over 16 stone in the space of two months. Two months and I just lifting weights. And then lockdown came. And then I got addicted to FIFA. <laughs> and then the pot belly came. And it's like and now I'm struggling to get rid of it so that's why I'm going to be doing these exercises I was talking about at the very beginning just do 20 minutes every day but you can do 20 minutes in the morning 20 minutes in the afternoon and 20 minutes at dinner time again but don't do vigorous exercises before bed because that will generate too much ex- energy and you won't get to sleep and you need your sleep you need your at least 8 hours sleep if you want to be really healthy that's one problem I've got is sleep is when I'm at work I only end up getting four sleep four hours sleep a night and through the day I'm kinda my eyes are half falling asleep sometimes when I get to my cabin and I feel like I'm on something I'm like oh everyone's gonna be thinking I'm wrecked you know I'm always like thinking to myself well I'll just go and beg them to piss test me please test me I'm telling you I'm not on anything because especially when my eyes are looking that tired and then the next minute I'm jumping about an idiot hyper as hell isn't that great so that's another thing is just the exercise and the sleep social intelligence is another thing you know it's like you've got to know when to talk and when not to talk that's one thing I'm working on, you know, so it would be great if I can get some feedback on that, and that way, well, I'm actually going to look it up anyway, and, and that might be my next one I do, you know, social intelligence, or something like that, or 10 ways to tap into your natural genius, because people always think they can't do something, but you can do anything, it's just, 
some people might be natural at it. Some people may have to practice. Like Ricky Hatton, for example, right? Just popped into my head there. He was a mechanical boxer. Right? You could tell by the way he boxed that he wasn't like a natural, natural flow like most of them. He always poof, hit the body punch, down the went. You know, but you get a lot of boxers like like Mike Tyson came in, he was a natural obviously. But then Ricky Hart knows had to work hard to become a natural because as soon as he wasn't fighting, Christ, the way he put on eating full English breakfast and stuff. Was that after a fight? You'd see see his play, I read his book, man. Oh Christ. Unbelievable. I mean a lot of these people who were really, really fit in the box wouldn't turn out end up really, really fat, like Diego Maradona as well, footballer really fit as soon as he stops his career he's got the cigar in his mouth and big fat belly you know going from the hand of God to the well I don't know what to because I can't think of anything to say after that bit <laughs> you know I'm a, see I'm not always quick thinking and quick witted sometimes I am sometimes I'm not everyone's like that seem like sometimes my phone will ring I won't answer it because I don't want to talk you know, and then there's times when all I want to do is talk. So it's things like you got to be self-aware. Right? So basically this podcast is about exercising, how to speed up your metabolism a wee bit, self-awareness, and how to live in the president. The president? <laughs> I'm here, Donald Trump, here, I'm here to live inside you. <laughs> bolt, bolt your rag and get rid of that rag in your head. You hear me fidgeting about just moving things in my room. I don't even know if this is still recording. The kind of screen's going off on my phone. Right, so uh, positive thinking. But, mind how I said before, when positive thinking, you have positive thoughts. Great. But you've got to have positive action as well. And the positive thoughts lead to the positive action. And that's kind of like the think, do, feel again. You know, positive thoughts, positive action. Do the positive action, you'll feel good and then you'll do better. You'll keep stepping outside your comfort zone. You can't, if you stay inside your comfort zone, then, and see your comfort zone is just your house, and you don't step outside it, you're going to stay in there. So walk as far as the gate, feel the anxiety, come back. Next time you go, go past the gate, feel the anxiety, come back. Then each time you just push a little bit more. Go a little bit further. But while you're doing it, just live in the moment while you're doing it. Because when you're going out there, you're thinking of what's ahead and what might happen. And that's why you're not doing it. Here's a wee story. That quite a lot of people might actually think, what's he talking about? Because I can't actually remember much of it myself, right? But it was this guy, and he was walking along, and he, he was on the cliff edge, right? And there's this, actually seen a tiger. And he thought, ooh, shit balls. So he started to run. Tiger chased him. He fell off the edge of the cliff and he grabbed onto a branch. And he's like, ooh, whoa, thank God for that. But he looked up and the tiger was sitting there looking down, waiting on him to climb back up. And he looked down. As you see, if he could drop, you know, and it would survive the fall, but there was another tiger down there licking its lips, ready for him to fall. And he's like, oh, no. So basically, the situation's inevitable. And then he looks across and just at the edge of the branch, there was a beehive with loads of honey. So he reached out and he, he just 
tør vi bade honey off en tese der. Og så... That's delicious. Det er med at få det eneste der. As I think of. But it's basically... What I took from that when I first heard from it was... Death's inevitable. And the tigers at the top waiting to eat you. The tigers at the bottom waiting to eat you. But what was there was the, the beehive in the present moment. He enjoyed the sweet honey in that present moment, which is basically a metaphor to say, live in the present. So even though he was going to die either way, he was just enjoying that moment. So every, just think of that every time you get a bit anxious about anything. Live in the present moment. Just keep living in that moment. Living in that moment. Keep, keep repeating it. You know, because all there is, is the, is the moment you're in. Whatever your mind is right now, if it's somewhere else, that's not where you are. You're, you're here, in the present moment. So if you, if you want to go and do something that, that scares the hell out of you, don't think about it, just go and do it. And then as you've done it, and you'll, you you might shock yourself, you might surprise yourself. You might be like, you'd be like, Christ, I can't believe I went and done that. You know? Whether it's going up to a really hot girl and just asking her out, you know, or or going for a, a job that you think you won't get, what's the harm in trying? It's it's not a life or death situation like that guy hanging from a tree, the branch story, where he tasted the honey, you know? So just remember, not everything's a life or death situation, so you might as well just give it a because a lot of people have this sort of distorted thinking as well if they don't go for what it was they were wanting let's like say the job interview or ask that girl out further on they might actually start looking back thinking oh I wonder what would have happened if I went up and asked this and done that but they're never going to know because they didn't do it you know and it might it might turn out that this girl actually liked them and she was kind of waiting for them to ask them out or if he went for that job interview, he might have blown them away and got the job or the promotion or whatever. So it's like, bear that in mind as well. So it's always, all there is is a no. But if you want to think of the future, set it in goals and positive goals. And also, be grateful for what you've got. Because there's a lot of places that, that have nothing. Do you know? They have the like the third world countries and stuff <clears throat> try to think well I should see this wee story or not in fact <laughs> oh man no it's this this daft he was asking someone for for the Valium to calm him to calm himself down he says oh I'm fucked I'm fucked my anxiety so bad and like, you know this person said to me hey, they didn't have any he goes oh I'm fucked, I don't know what I'm going to do. I feel like I'm going to die. And this person says, no. Hey, places like third world countries, people in there, they're screwed. They don't know what they're going to do. They don't have any food and stuff. His reply was, aye, but they don't have a Valium addiction. <laughs> oh, God, I was like, aye. I mean, this other person's like, aye, they don't have a Valium addiction, but they've got no food. They've got no water. You know, they're the ones that are struggling. So for everything that we have over here, 
books, shoes, clothes, beds, houses, flats, water, trees, grass, everything. Just be grateful for it. Ah, it's a good thing to do every day. Wake up, write down 10 things you're grateful for. And just keep doing that every day. Or you can even add 10 to then 20 and 30. But if you do 10 every day, after 10 days, that's 100 things you're grateful for. And your mood will change the more gratitude you show. It, you will become more grateful and then you'll be more of an energised person and people will be drawn to you. You know, you'll become like a magnet. Because if you're, if instead of walking about moaning about things you don't have, you know, people are pushed away. But if you, if you're showing gratitude for everything you do have and you're happy about it, like genuinely happy, your people will be drawn to you like a magnet. The law of attraction. Also, you, you can attract things to you as well, things you want. Act like you've already got them. It's the same with confidence. Act like you're already confident and think the way a confident person thinks, you know, or a happy person thinks. They usually think, their way of thinking is that they've already got it and you'll get it. So, I'm going to leave you in them notes now because uh, it feels like I'm just sitting here talking to myself and yeah, I'm up at my dad's house and they're kicking about. They're probably hearing me in my room blathering away thinking, oh, I think he's losing it again. He sounds like he's just in there um, blathering away. Oh no, what would we do? <laughs> you know? Oh, I keep saying you know. I'm going to stop saying you know. That could be a challenge for the next podcast. Stop saying you know and aim. You know, aim. <laughs> um, <laughs> I actually did kind of mean that one there, but I had nothing else to say. They're called space fillers. I read that in a, a conference book years ago. This guy used to say, like, after everything he said. I think it was like, aye. And it was pointed out to him that it was a space filler. So he decided to try to stop saying it, and every time he had a speech, he would obviously struggle not to say it, but he just paused thought and then carried on and it's also he, he, another tip was when you're giving a speech was speak slow low and loud and at the time I'm obviously speak, I don't know what my speaking is like right now I don't know if it's too fast I definitely know it's, it's maybe a wee bit loud and but uh, it's definitely not slow low and loud maybe I don't know when <laughs> Whether well, it's meant to be kind of low like this. <laughs> but slow, low and loud. And that was the advice I got for the confidence and talking and speeches and stuff. But <laughs> when people talk to me in a slow, low way, I kind of get a bit bored and switched off. I'd rather be more kind of upbeat and kind of, what are you Alan, man, what's happening? So that maybe still a bit slow, but maybe not low but loud there's some people speak too loud see the people that speak too loud I think they've got nothing to say they've just got nothing to say so they speak the loudest and they try to interrupt because they think what they've got to say is more important or they're worried that they're going to forget what they've got to say which means they're not listening to you you know you get listeners and hearers people who could hear you but you ask them to repeat what you said, they won't be able to. 
a good thing to throw in the mix when you're talking to them is, oh man, a whole week, all I had to live on was food and water. I don't know how I survived. And if they just keep nodding their head going, fucking hell, no way, <laughs> then you know they're not listening. But if they say, why are you talking to what you idiot? So you know, then you know they're listening. I've done that to a few people, caught a few people out. A couple of people took a few seconds to click. But it's true. A lot of people don't really listen properly. They just hear what you're saying, take the gist of it, and they're, they're waiting on their turn to talk. But it's not a bad thing, because whatever they say, you might learn from it if you learn to listen. So this podcast has gone from starting your day with exercise and drinking water and stuff, a little bit of healthy eating, living in the now, a wee metaphor thrown in there about, well, we're all going to die, it's inevitable, so why worry about it, just live in the moment, enjoy the taste of honey, Uh, that could be anything, that could be enjoy whatever you want to do in that moment, buy a car and go fast. (laughs) <laughs> just, just don't aim for a wall because it's inevitable you're going to die someday but you don't have to die that way um, and then up to what I was talking about there people listening and you talking or you listening and people talking I've never heard anyone saying oh man he just won't stop listening eh? I've, I've definitely heard a lot of people saying he won't shut the fuck up <laughs> I try, I can't try to fuck that up didn't say the full word, so hopefully that won't get a beep. If I think it's me, it's meant to add the beeps. Ah, I don't care, man. Um, it's down as profanity might be in my podcast anyway. At the start of this, I put on the segment by the Avalanches. A frontier psychiatrist. Magic song, that. Well, <laughs> I like it, I like the lyrics. That boy needs therapy. <laughs> He's a nut. <coughs> Crazy as a coconut. So, I'm going to leave you in this note anyway. Love you and leave you as usual. But, hopefully from what I've given you today, a wee bit of advice about, about not thinking, or how to think, goal setting, you know, think... I, just keep, I keep saying, you know, there you go, there I go again. Set yourself targets, basically, but set yourself targets that are that are like uh, rea- reality reality targets, shall I call them? Targets that are realistic, yeah. You know, don't set yourself a target that's that might take five years to reach, and don't set it for like for a week or something like that. Like if you weigh like 17 stone and it's all fat don't set your target to lose it all in a month you know these if you these fast tracks to losing fat leave you with stretchy stretch marks and and like well it can come all back on straight away so fast it's unreal you know so just stick to a healthy diet and burn the fat slowly and remember just keep drinking water eh, if you compare what's in orange juice, to like fresh orange juice to to real to like the orange juice, <laughs> it is it's actually quite a bit unbelievable. I can't remember the book I read it on, but 
the amount of ingredients in this fresh orange juice was just 17 oranges and the ingredients in orange juice had like so many names I couldn't even pronounce and I read one day if there's an ingredient that you cannot pronounce do not buy it I think it was Alan Schwarzenegger that said that you know so we get into label reading it always labels always start from what the most is in it first so if it's like sugar or whatever that'll be the top of the ingredients contains sugar this and that, that, that. so then you'll know that's what it's got most of in it so get, get into label reading google it google things like how to, how to read a label properly and what to aim for what what foods are best I'll do another I'll do a podcast on what's best foods at one point but this one was basically just me because I was uh, I hit that kind of mode where I had to do something I was sitting there half bored I was like I've got to do something I was like I'm just going to hit hit start on this podcast after listening to that boy he's very pay and then uh, seeing where it takes me and this is where it's took me I'm actually going to publish it so there we go I'm going to stop it here going to love yous and leave yous and if you do need therapy go for it don't be crazy as a coconut <laughs>